work and thrive in remote and hybrid teams. I'm Marissa Eikenberry, a fellow remote worker, and joining me is my co-host, a remote work expert, Wayne Trammell. Hi, Wayne. And it is indeed a lovely day. Hi, Marissa. (laughs) So today we're going back into even more pet peeves. Uh, We still have a bunch that you guys have sent us, and please keep sending us these. Can can I tell you how much I enjoy hearing what makes people crazy? Right? (laughs) It just gives me such joy because there's a part of it that goes, it's not just me. 100%. (laughs) 100 percent so we're going to talk about those today and the first one that i want to start with we actually got from linkedin from maya middlemiss who said taking a video meeting in an unsuitable environment because look at me and my work from anywhere lifestyle meanwhile terrible background noise or they're making you seasick while apparently on a trampoline respect the rest of the room pay attention to the av hygiene and ux of the whole call so wayne does this bother you when people are av hygiene and ux oh my right uh basically uh what she's saying is try not to be annoying um this is a problem this is a problem that actually goes back to the invention of the cell phone okay and, and here's what I mean by that. Those of us who are old enough to remember when we could take conference calls on cell phones for the first time, which means we weren't tied to this big clunky desk phone mm-hmm. and we could walk around or take a call in the car. And more than one conference call had been interrupted by a flushing sound. Yeah, I was like that. Various and sundry noises that told us perhaps the person on the line wasn't fully engaged with the call. <laughs> yes. So this is a problem that's been going on for a while. It, it certainly is an issue. Now, the way Maya said that mm-hmm. tells me that there are two parts to this. One is the actual functional thing of it's annoying. I I have a class that I teach for a university and more than once my co-teacher has turned her video on and I am looking at her cat's butt. (laughs) Literally at her cat's butt because the cat is walking across the keyboard and she just turns the camera on and I'm like, this is not the view I'm looking for. Right. Um, And it can be a little distracting. Uh, so some of it is, is is there a level of professionalism here? Of course. Right? And respect for your peers. Some of it is also, hey, I schlepped into the office. I'm wearing big boy clothes. I'm doing this. And you're, you know, on the couch with your lap desk doing, you know, doing yoga while trying to take this call. It's just annoying. So there's a respect thing mm-hmm. to be sure. The AV hygiene thing is very real. Certainly people have taken meetings while they're out of the office. That of course happens. Does that necessarily then have to be a FaceTime? Nobody wants to watch you bounce up oh and down as you walk, right? <laughs> yes. Um, and, and so there's just a, and we don't do this enough as human beings, I, I might add, which is what is the impact of my behavior or my actions on the other person? Yes, I'm here. I'm responsive. I'm taking your call. I'm not in the office, but by golly, I will help you. Maybe that doesn't have to be a video call. Yeah. I know like for me personally, like I get motion sick pretty easily. So when people are like walking their dog and they're on video call or I I had one the other day, it wasn't too bad, but like 
she was in the car. She was not driving. She was in the car and like on this. And it was like, you probably didn't have to have your video on at that point. And probably shouldn't, not for nothing. Yeah. I mean, she was a passenger, but still like it was just, for me, it was distracting. I couldn't pay attention to the other two people on the call because she's constantly moving. Right. Right. And, and, you know, as we've said so many times, I am all about seeing somebody's face when the call starts. But once the call actually begins, what value are you adding? Right. Yeah, it right? depends on what and kind of call you're actually is. detracting from everybody else's experience. So it's just, you know, give some thought to what is going on. Is it, I, I also have this conversation a lot with people who are at home so they don't use headsets. Oh, my God. Drives me crazy. And there are beeps and boops and there's noises, even in an empty house, there's the dogs go crazy at the neighbors or, you know, somebody lets a leaf blower go insane or something is Mm -hmm. going on. You get echo. It's you wear them partly so you can hear. I mean, you know, uh, I want to be able to hear what's going on, but also you do that so that you are being respectful of the other people on the call. And it is a fair accusation that people who are not in an office environment sometimes become oblivious. Yes, we've talked about this before too. Or you used to be in an office, but then you went home for three years, and so now you forget what it's like. Well, and you're reveling in your freedom and, you know... I won't even tell you what I have on my feet right now because it's irrelevant (laughs) to this conversation. Right. Right. I will tell you it's not something I would wear in the office. And that's okay. (laughs) But it's irrelevant to the conversation and it's not distracting, except now everybody's wondering what the heck Wayne's wearing. Obviously, it's bunny slippers. It's fine. No, it's not bunny slippers. It's It's really ugly mariachi sandals. But it's, it's Las Vegas in May. And, you know, I got to run around, take the dog out and do stuff and it's easy. Uh, But it doesn't impact what people are seeing and hearing. So really, it's when you are going to take one of these calls, you need to stop and think what, how do my actions impact my teammate? How do I add value to the meeting? How do I distract and be open to feedback? Something that you think might not be a big deal might really bother somebody. I am not a big fan of cat's butts. (laughs) I'm not sure that many people are. (laughs) Um, There are people who don't care. We've talked before about people's unnatural affection for their animals on video calls. right? Right. The assumption that everybody finds it as adorable as they do. Without realizing it's distracted and really not professional in the moment. And really not professional. Exactly. So, uh, well, and with that too, I would also like to say, cause like, you know, we keep talking about video a lot also, but like, you know, there's, there's a background noise thing too. If you're somewhere that like, there's a lot of, ba- you know, you're in a car and the window's open. Well, first of all, if you can maybe put up the window, but like, I know we've been on calls before where we've had to tell somebody to mute because we can hear the window and we can't hear anyone else. <laughs> Well, I full disclosure, I do not keep my phone live. You know, I don't get rings and announcements. Yeah. But I do have it on buzz. And there have been times when we've been on calls. There have been times when we've been recording this podcast 
where my phone goes off and I can ignore it. It's buzzing. It's in the background. Doesn't bother me, but might bother somebody else. Right. Right. Okay. Wayne needs to be better about that. It's just respect and like being a good person and stuff. Amazing. Right. <laughs> the simple things. The fact that we have to talk to you people about this. <laughs> Were you one. raised by wolves? What? Tell us in the comments. Uh, but moving on from this, I want to go to Mallory Glessner, who said, people who constantly watch and or talk about their teammates' status colors. Now, I remember when I saw this comment on the post that I had put, and I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Do people do this? What is this? Is this really a thing? And she responded, oh, yes, it's a thing. So much so that someone actually invented a dongle that makes you stay green. Now, we've actually kind of talked about this concept of always looking like you're online in a previous episode where, you know, I saw somebody put peanut butter on their mouse so that way their dog would lick the <laughs> lick the mouse so it would always look like they're online. Like, I, I don't understand this obsession <laughs> with well, whether okay, people are online. There, there are two parts to this. Yes. I suspect. This is me trying not to just freak out at human behavior. I, I always assume that even the worst behavior happens for a reason that is logical to the person doing it. Okay. So there are two parts to this. First of all, as the person who's being looked at, am I being responsible with my status updates and things like that? And why does it matter? Well, it matters because people want to know that I hope it's less that you are working, but that you are available to answer questions or to be a resource or something like that. Is this person available? I have a question. Can I ask Marissa? And if I do ask Marissa, can I expect immediate answer or is it going to come later because she's obviously busy? You and I are situated. I don't have a problem sending you a question. If you say you're not being disturbed or you're not getting your, your messages, cool. I've asked my question. It's off my plate. It's out of my way. And she is a responsible person and she will answer me when she can. Well, and I can't speak for other platforms, but like, you know, sometimes even that, that green icon is green icon or lack of it is deceiving, right? Like I think Slack, if you haven't opened up Slack in 30 minutes, it will show you as offline. Right. I might still be sitting at my computer. I just haven't opened up Slack in 30 minutes because I've been on deep work with something else. Right. So here's the thing. Part of it is as the, the person who's been, am I being mature and grown up and responsible? Like if I'm not going to be at my desk, do I tell people I'm not going to be at my desk? Very often I say I'm out of the office for an hour, but I have my phone with me or mm -hmm. I'm out of the office and I cannot be reached until such and such a time. I'm being respectful of you, my teammates, so that you can do that. And you're not waiting for something that's not going to happen. The flip side of her statement, though, is really interesting. Yes. Which is, why do you care so much? Yeah, she actually gave us an example about, uh, at a previous organization, she used to hear people say all the time, so-and-so is always yellow and never working. Well, first of all, you don't know that. There was another one of, well, so-and-so was green at 2 a.m., well, if you know that so-and-so was green at 2 a.m., that means you were also looking at 2 a.m. 
like talk about a work-life balance issue (laughs) physician heal thyself yes yeah absolutely and so what that says is there is a huge level of mistrust going on does that come from and we just talked about in this in the last episode do i know what's going on or am i making assumptions and if this is a continuing pattern am i going to be a responsible adult and ask somebody about it right well and in some cases it's not of your business like well, you're not the I, manager of that person and you know like it, it is your business it is your business insofar as good teammates offer feedback to each other fair and if this is becoming a thing Mm-hmm. I might say to you, you know, Marissa, you might want to log off. I, I do not always log off my computer at the end of the day. I just don't. Yeah. Which means, yeah, it could look like I'm online at two in the morning. I'm sure it does. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't always, since my desktop is both for work and for personal stuff, like, you know, I, I sometimes leave Slack open, but it's still in do not disturb mode. So yeah, I see what you're saying. Right. Thankfully, I've never gotten a message that was like, why are you up at 10 p.m. And I'm like, because I'm actually playing The Sims. (laughs) Exactly. You don't, you know, so why are you so concerned about this other person's behavior becomes the question. Right. And if they are missing deadlines, if they are not responding, if they are not participating in meetings, if I am that person's manager, that becomes a performance management issue. Of course. They need to be coached. As a team, have you had conversations about what is appropriate behavior and inappropriate behavior? When What does it mean when we see somebody is yellow? What does it mean when somebody's on do not disturb all day? Right? Yeah. Do they have a status saying that like they're in deep work mode or did they just put it in do not disturb and you have no context at all? And did you put it on do not disturb and forget to turn it back on? I mean, anything, anything is possible. But the, the part of that that fascinates me is the people that are annoyed. Yes. That tells me more about the team dynamic than people forget to change their status. Yes, because it doesn't sound like, I mean, I might be wrong. And obviously, you know, I, I we don't have Mallory on right now to confirm or deny this, but it it sounds like it's a little bit more of like peer to peer, you know, oh my God, like so-and-so is on at two in the morning. Then it is like a manager saying, wow, like you were on at two in the morning. Like, is everything okay? Yeah, no, this is peer to peer. This is, this is gossipy mean girl behavior. <laughs> 100%. This this is is now getting petty and silly and and whatever. And Mallory, I don't know you. I'm not meaning to call you a mean girl, but come on. Well, it's, she was reporting that this happened in a previous organization she used to work for. Not that she was the one asking. Okay, okay, that's that's good because otherwise, Mallory, we would have to chat. <laughs> well, anyway, we don't have time for any more of these today, but. Thank you so much for going through these two. And thank you to Mallory and Maya for sending these to us. I enjoy going through these once a month. I don't know about you, Wayne, but like- I love listening to people vent. It makes me so happy. 
So yes, we want your pet peeves, not just about meetings and webcams, but anything having to do with remote and hybrid work and just being better and saving our sanity and being less snarky with each other. I'm good with all of that. Right. Well, and, you know, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, but it's like, you know, we work on a remote team. We've been working on a remote team for a long time. We teach people how to do this. And some of these pet peeves are also ones that we have too. (laughs) So... It's kind of fun to like see it from other perspectives and be like, oh, yes, this is not just (laughs) this is not just a mess thing. You know, I I realized a long time ago that one of the things that make me feel best in the world is when I realize it's not just me. One hundred percent. I am not the only one who feels this way. I am not the only one who gets frustrated with this. That actually makes me feel better. Well, isn't there like a whole thing about like you have a common enemy and like it creates this camaraderie? Well, we'll just we'll just team up with Maya against whoever (laughs) leaves their light on yellow. That's what we'll do. That was Mallory, but yes. (laughs) Maya will go after the people who are walking their dog while they're on video. All right, that's it. We're out of (laughs) here. But listeners, thank you so much for listening to the Long Distance Work Life. For show notes, transcripts, and other resources, make sure to visit longdistanceworklife.com. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes, including pet peeve episodes just like this. And while you're there, be sure to like and review. This helps us know what you love about our show. Feel free to contact us via email or LinkedIn with the links in our show notes. And let us know you listen to this episode or even suggest a topic for Wayne and I to tackle in a future episode, including these pet peeves. If you'd like to learn more about remote teams, order Wayne and Kevin Eikenberry's new book, The Long Distance Team. You can learn more about the book at longdistanceteambook.com. Thanks for joining us. And as Wayne likes to say, don't let the weasels get you down.